crazy. I um, started recording earlier to try and get the live stream thing uh, working, but I, I just couldn't figure it out. And then I was like, you know what? What we're saying is actually kind of funny. And then I realized you weren't recording, so it's just me talking to myself. <laughs> we that have a guest! <laughs> Guys, Anders is back! Thank Hello. God! Thank God, it's been way too long. Truly coming to you live from a new apartment. We'll see Wow-wee. what the acoustics are. Yeah, Anders that. is really thriving right now. He got a new <laughs> yeah. apartment, a new job. Mullet. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Mullet. <laughs> Big changes this season. Things we are required. on the up and up. <laughs> you know, for this episode, I'm going to need to do a drawing, and it's going to need to be you with the full mullet. So. <laughs> Please do. Just to really update the audience yeah, as to it's what's like, going on. You know, we do already have existing mm-hmm. cover art with Anders, mm-hmm. but we yeah. won't be using that it's simple, not the same. easy solution. That art There's is no trash. <laughs> it's trash at this point. <laughs> It's not representative. We need to do an upgrade. Yeah. Look, here's the deal, you guys. I'd love to do a check-in because I personally have some things to check in about. Sure. All right, Liv. What's going on with you? Well, first of all, full disclosure, I made Grace and I cocktails, and mine felt strong. So I feel lightly buzzed, ready to talk about this. I've already gotten into several arguments about this whole Greg situation. And on top of that, I'm being ghosted by several middle-aged women from Craigslist. Which has just really put a damper on it. Not in a weird way. They have dogs that I want. And they're telling me no <laughs> by not responding to me. <laughs> Wait, you're, you're, you're trying to get a dog off of Craigslist. I want a dog okay. off of Craigslist. And these people, you know, don't feel committed to me or whatever. So, <laughs> By which I mean they haven't responded after I'm like, hey, can you, can you like, can I take it on this specific date? And they're like, no. <laughs> like, you suck. <laughs> They didn't say that, they just didn't respond. They're not being the real Katie. Yeah. They are not being a Katie. <laughs> if I didn't say so myself. It's okay. We live and we learn. If any of you Craigslist ladies out there are listening to this, respond my fucking text. I don't care if you just react. If you love react to my text or you thumbs down it, that's okay. I just don't want to be ghosted. <laughs> All right, that's myself. I feel I feel like I've gotten it all off my chest. Beautiful. Thank Excellent. You. Anders, I feel like I kind of like stole a lot of your check-in from you, but like what's going on with you? I mean, yeah. Those are the big ones. New apartment, new job. I've just been watching a ton of the Olympics. Um, oh, yeah. Is, yeah. We didn't watch women's gymnastics together. We did not because it was always on at 3 a.m. <laughs> and then I like knew what had happened. Um, yeah. But... You know, if any of the USA women's volleyball team is watching, good luck against Serbia in the semifinals, gals. We've got it. Good just, luck! Just slow down, Boscovic, and we can do it, gals. We need a goal. <laughs> we need a goal. We need a The friend that I went over to, like, her apartment to watch this episode of The Bachelor with, her partner mm-hmm. is, like, a deep volleyball fan. And so, in, yes. like, now, she did have Hulu with commercials, and that was tough for me to deal with. That is um, hard, and I, I respect you for suffering through, okay? Openly Great. classist, but it was it was difficult. I almost was like, do you want me to log in? That is my boyfriend, <laughs> too, I don't pay for it. Um, 
but while we were watching like the fifth Sarah V commercial of tonight, um, her partner and I would just like be talking intimately about like the specific players on like the Love women's volleyball it. team. And I was like, this is what I've needed. Like I'm going to friendship hop and just become like a volleyball fan with your boyfriend. <laughs> so I fulfilled my Olympics needs and my bachelor needs last night. And it was wow. Lovely. Double win, win. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, things are really on the up and up for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's Happy coming you. up Anders. <laughs> absolutely. Especially this mullet. I'm a really big fan. I love a mullet on almost anyone. Thank you. Except there's this one guy that comes to Ellie's gym and he has a mullet and I don't like him. That's Do you like all right. There's nothing more about him. Do you like the hair just, or just... I dislike him in general. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's ruined someone's life. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like he's not hot, but he looks like he's ruined someone's life. <laughs> for sure. Grace, what's your update? Yeah. Thank you Grace. for asking, Anders. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh my <laughs> Um I'm good. Not a lot going on tragedy uh my work friend friday is her last day because she's going to grad school in denmark so i will have to find someone new to talk to all day every day and they were like hiring they're like looking they're working on hiring someone new right now and i was like can i like put in a request that they're cool (laughs) like that's my can you just add that to like the list of qualifications (laughs) that they're fun and will Eat lunch with me. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, what a fun thing you've done to say the request of cool among a bunch of middle-aged people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're gonna be like, "This is Carol. She loves Kesha." (laughs) Be friends. Funny because the current person is named Caroline, and everyone calls her Carol, and she might like Kesha. Like, I don't know. What can I say? Also, I'm for the record, seeker, I okay? could talk to them about really liking Kesha. Like, we could okay. bond. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Other update? I yes. just listened to Willow Smith's new album today. Is it so good? I really enjoy it. Okay. I, I didn't like realize how much a fan of, like, pop punk I am. Mm-hmm. But, like... That checks out. She's got a song with Avril Lavigne, <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. And one of the songs is one of the ones that's all over TikTok right now. That I didn't know it was her song. No. I what can't is remember the sound? how it goes. Do it's, the sound. Uh, oh, the one that's like... Uh, the one that's like, I don't know if it's a lie or if it's a fact. Do you know that? I don't even know if it's a lie or if oh, it's yeah, a fact. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, her song. <laughs> that's Willow Smith. <laughs> that's... I don't even know. Oh yeah, yeah, that's such a good <laughs> That's a great one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Great stuff, okay? So anyway, oh, speaking well, you of know TikTok, how I was like No no wait, wait hang on. I'm, I'm, I'm Yeah, I'm hanging, I'm hanging, I'm You hanging. know how I was like I want like a whole album of songs that are like yeah. good for you from mm-hmm. good for you from Sour. Yes. It's like this isn't quite that, but it's like almost that. <laughs> it's like if 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 Sour was just like good for you and like brutal. Like um, that's this album. Okay. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Anyway, now I'm done. That's very fun. 
Okay, also speaking of TikTok, another negative thing that happened to me today was my boyfriend sent me a TikTok through Instagram. It was like someone <laughs> recorded a TikTok and they put it on Instagram and he DM'd it to me. Was it a reel? Was it a reel? I think so. No, but it was a reel that was like a that recorded was... TikTok. Oh, no. You know what I you know the type. Yeah. So All right, Mason. I have to break up with him, but we can <laughs> move on. <laughs> okay. Liv, what the heckity heck is going on in the world of Bachelor Nation? Oh, okay. Wow. Um, Anything? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, n- not really. I mean, I, I think we can talk a little bit about just, I would call it, the sh- this is my own personal made-up tea, but the sheer silence of Katie's guys on this whole Greg situation. Mm-hmm. At least the vast majority. To me, that is very telling. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of them have been very vocal supporting Katie and everything like that. But as as soon as it comes down to, um, you know, maybe one of the guys being kind of a fucker, they don't say anything about it except for Connor B. John. Did Connor B say something? I haven't seen. Oh, Connor B said it wasn't gaslighting. (laughs) Awesome. Connor B said, I love both Greg and Katie. Like we all have good moments and bad moments. That wasn't gaslighting. He said, I'm an Ingrid Bergman fan. I've seen the movie. Gaslight. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Um, but John, who left in, like, the second week and everybody was like, how did he leave the second week? Mostly because a bunch of spoilers were leaked that he was the front runner, like, he was number one. And then he ended up going from week two. I, I think he's on paradise from what i've heard i don't really know my guess is he isn't there for very long but he he's very cute and very nice but he posted a story saying that he was um seeing a lot of negative stuff uh, about the situation about katie and saying that even if someone is a good friend they can still be like a bad person or like they can still make bad choices in other relationships that aren't friendships and i was like thank you finally one of the guys all of these guys pretending to support katie so much like I don't know. It it just well, and, it's rubbing me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And it ended with something like about holding your friends accountable for yeah. their actions, which is exactly good thing to take with you forward. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, beyond that, I don't. We talked about the babies last week. There hasn't really been much. Well, okay, we talked about the pregnancy announcements. However, Anders. I have actually yet to go stalk Ari and Lauren's oh my twin God. baby. Our baby What's up with them? I haven't looked at the twins. <laughs> Tell What's us about them. them. Um, I should have done some more prep work before on. <laughs> um, yeah, for shame. So I do. I think Alessi still has more followers than them. Mm. I'm pretty sure. I mean, she has, you know, what, like a two year head start on those fetuses. But she is one baby. And yeah, she yeah. is one baby. Twins well, is a bump. Alessi, what if they look uh, wacky? Alessi has 360K and is pulling in, like, you know, 45 to 55K likes on a post. That is, um, like, 360 more K than I have. But continue. <laughs> you know, your TikTok is neck and neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Alessi's most recent po- post is a 
ugly piece of art she made for her dad. Oh, <laughs> Say that about a three-year-old. <laughs> well, they're putting it out in public. So. <laughs> She's no Justin. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we'll talk about the graffiti wall. Oh my god, um, I can't. <laughs> the twins, the Lundike twins, which they're keeping, their names are Lux and Senna. I didn't even know that. Which seems no. like they watched the Hunger Games recently. Yeah. Because that feels Hunger Gamesy to me. Oh, okay, yeah. how is that spelled? L U X E? L U X? No! S E M M A. Okay, okay. Um, anyway. Their most recent YouTube video is a family on the Lauren and Ari channel is Twin Nursery Reveal, and that has 405,000 mm. views. So they are, I assume, raising them to be bullies. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the first reveal of the twins, 130K likes. Why? The first picture of them together, 62K. Like, people are How eating old were they? these twins up. Were they straight up wrinkly? Um, no, they were born on June 11th, which makes okay. them... I don't know what sign that makes them. Um, but no, like, a bit older. Like, the, the okay, most recent one great. is from, like, yesterday. That's respectful. I appreciate a parent who waits and doesn't post the pictures of their, like, alien-looking baby. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do not. Oh, like, they're twins. They're Geminis. They're actual no. twins who are Geminis. Uh-oh. Okay, not to be an idiot, but please remind me of the personality traits of a Gemini. Well, the Gem- Gemini is the, like, twin. So it's about people having a lot oh. of, like, duality and multiple sides and occasionally being fake. <laughs> Wowee. Well, Occasionally two-faced, if you will. No one mm-hmm. can blame them. No one can blame them. You know who else is a Gemini? Who? Greg. Because um, I saw a post that was like, what did you all expect? He's a male Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love to pretend like I understand the astrology things. Eventually I'll learn. But I, okay. I love to I love to laugh, you know. I love to laugh. No, um, I'm excited. Just as a little, I'm excited to get into um, Italian American cultural analysis when it comes to the Grippo family. That's what I'm excited for. Beyond great, I, Gemini my side. family is Italian American. This will be a good time. That's, I, my, one of my mom's is. So I, oh, I, love! we're here to we're here to discourse. <laughs> great news because a lot of things play in there, as I'm sure you know. I really will dissect it, later. especially those joys the Italian. Especially a Gemini jersey attack. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oh, we gotta wait. I, I gotta have patience. Okay. Yeah, you gotta save it. Because okay. let's get into Keep it. Keep us on track, Grace. Please. <laughs> there is not a lot of dilly dallying with this episode until no. we get to the end. Mm-hmm. Because right off the bat, it's like Blake is up first. Like, we barely get any like pondering intro with Katie. It's just like, okay, I've got my red shirt on. It's time for a Canada-themed date. Um, But, yeah. So I guess the theme of Blake's one-on-one is kind of like, is he going to be vulnerable enough to tell her that he loves her? Like, that's his inner monologue. Mm -hmm. That's what his family is saying to him. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah. So they go to, like, a little bar area that is decked out to look like Canada, very a la Serena P. Also, I'm sorry, real in quick. In that season. She yeah. started the scene wearing that very cute 
red shirt and then for the date took it off and put on an ugly red denim jacket yeah i was like they no she now she looks worse like the, the, i didn't like the clothes she was wearing this whole episode oh every single night portion yeah i have got a note about uh, what she was wearing well, oh tiny cardigans uh, that is one well, bachelor nation thing if I remember correctly, she has admitted that she did not use a style as she dressed herself. Which. <laughs> not the rental Goodwill finds. Oh, man! Oh, my God! Which I, I think maybe is why she's taking everything so personally. Mm-hmm. I feel like Carrie got attacked so hard that, like. <laughs> And maybe she let Carrie dress her sometimes or something, like, with some well, of those, Well, because he's like, definitely posted, a, cu- he's posted yeah. a couple things. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he hasn't posted that much because I go on his Instagram every so often because the comments are so mean that it's, like, really funny but also kind of hard <laughs> no. to look at sometimes. And so every once in a while I'll, like, just go check and scroll through the comments. But, like, the last couple times I've checked, there haven't really been any recent posts, and it's either because it's, like, he got the hint and was, like, mm-hmm. I won't be posting anything else, or because, like, not a lot of them are his looks. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. When I look at floral dress and pink short sleeve cardigan, I don't think a no, stylist... Like, even Car- Carrie would never do even that. Even Carrie. Like, Carrie doesn't... Carrie doesn't have access to that because they stopped making it in 2011. And so it was pulled from the back of her closet from when she was twenty. And Carrie would never, like, Carrie can't buy that. You know, because the Goodwills burned them all. So you have to go to someone's real closet where they haven't thrown it out yet. The Goodwills literally sorting through the clothes. They're like, where is it? I know there's a cardigan at the bottom of this. I fucking know there is. Put it in the fire! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Katie is dressing for the Obama era. Oh, yes! That's why it's not working. Oh my god, I am, like, actually now remembering, like multiple Sasha and Malia outfits that are like a <laughs> oh floral dress like that with a short sleeved cardigan. Yes. yes. That was like kind of a look for them. Mm-hmm. Sasha Straight and Malia were like multiple short sleeved cardigans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Happy birthday, Barack. Um, <laughs> Is it his birthday? Today. Wowee! Oh. I thought he was older, think... I'll be honest. Anyway, uh, just Canada date. Uh, Blake used to be a bartender. Oh, actually, you know, this is what we need to talk about, Anders. We're very glad that you're on this episode. Yeah. Yes. Um, because A, it's been too long since we've had you on. And yes. B, at this point, we've become kind of like an echo chamber for ourselves. Sure. Like, Liv and I have pretty similar opinions at this point. They're not changing. Uh-huh. And you and I briefly spoke about my hatred for Blake and your not hatred for Blake? I'm a pariah because I find him attractive. <laughs> yes, you are! <laughs> what? Yes. Anders! Go to the Instagram. That big-cheeked man with Ew. all those animals. Have I, you ever thought about him without a beard? I don't want to. Oh, okay. <laughs> the whole, the family, everyone in the family has the cheeks. We'll get into how much the family looked alike. Oh, yeah, they but do. But I like him. I think 
his relationship with Katie, to me, feels like the most natural in terms of, like, getting along, and also just in terms of, like, oh, I could see these people being together in the real world. Like, Mm -hmm. it's relaxed, it's, I mean, I guess, it's not, like, as Bachelor forced, and we can get into, like, her being so deeply involved in, like, the process of the show, um, which obviously is, like, a key sticking point, but I feel like they just, I don't know, they get along, and it feels easier than the other two. And also, I, I am in the minority of finding him hot. <laughs> <laughs> I will well, say... Oh, I was just going to say, I've had a bit of a turning point on Blake. Because up mm-hmm. until this episode... So, uh, the last season, I thought, you, I don't understand. I do not get it. I started mm-hmm. to like him a little bit more when I heard from him less. Um, and then, again, liked him... Not that much. I just think he's a little bit of a dummy. That's okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't like how much he talks about sex. I could really do without it. Sure. Um, that being said, this episode, I really felt like I did a 180 on him only because I I think I did a 180 because I think he might be the best for Katie. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, even thinking about Michael A. Mm-hmm. Or, like, other people that would have left. Um because Greg, you know, needs to go to therapy. And I, I was just thinking about the fact that if I watched this back, like, if I watched the Greg scene back, I and say she say Justin and um, Blake were on equal footing, um, and then she ended up picking Justin, I think if Justin had seen this Greg scene, I don't think he would have done what Greg, what Greg did ever, but I think he would have dumped her if he'd seen this scene immediately. Hmm. Whereas, like, I think Blake, if they are together now, which I don't know, but if he had seen this scene, might have been kind of hurt just because she made it very clear that she cared about Greg the most. Mm -hmm. But also maybe could have moved on from that in a way that, I don't know, he just seems a little bit more chill. He seems the least possessive or egocentric, I would say, out of the the three guys that are left. Even Mm -hmm. if he isn't really my cup of tea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for someone who, like seems very immature in terms of like goofy behavior he also seems like he might be more mature than most other people in terms of actual relationships Mm -hmm. i agree and i actually got a lot of that from i mean we'll get into a little bit more about how he spoke with his family members i would say Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I have also taken a bit of a turn on Greg, or not Greg, on Blake, but because of the the whole Greg thing, where I was like, yeah. damn, mm-hmm. you're making Blake look good, and I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. like him. <laughs> what Grace said, a direct quote, is, quite frankly, I don't know if Blake would ever. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, like, watching that Greg scene, I was like, I hate to give Blake any props literally yeah. ever in my whole life, but Blake wouldn't have done that. No. You know? Mm-hmm. Blake would never mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. So we must give credit where credit is due, even yes. if credit is just not being the shittiest. <laughs> <laughs> and the the candidate date was like stupid and harmless. And yes. Yeah. Also, in their way, like classically horny, because of course he had to grab her ass. Yes. Yeah, like. They. I have to say too is like I dislike Blake, but at the same time, I I think she likes his weird like because his horniness, to be honest, seems pretty harmless. Like it's gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to hang out with it or be around it. 
But if you like that, I don't think he is creepy no, or dangerous or any in any kind of way. So uh, more power to you. And there's mm-hmm. absolutely no denying their chemistry at all. Oh yeah, they want to. Yeah, they want to. They want to get it down. Which well, fair enough. Yes. And I meant like natural flow of conversation as well. I I actually feel like they're a little bit awkward, but I do think that that's because they are sexually attracted to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the whole reason I brought this up was because Blake said that he used to bartend, and I was like, that's kind of hot. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The the maple syrup syrup of it all, like I, the Bachelor has a weird infatuation with Canada in like the yeah. most dull ways. Yeah. That being said, I would love to drink maple syrup out of a cup. Ew. I love sugar. <laughs> that sounds I horrible. Not, I did not like it when Katie said the taste of Canada has a new meaning today. Ew! No. What? I, as someone with a Minnesotan boyfriend whose dad will yeah. just, like, send us maple syrup at every holiday, it's, like, <laughs> it's good, but I don't use it for much You don't of take shots? <laughs> so there's just, like, jars of, like, fresh maple syrup sitting around. <laughs> I will, I will take it off your hands. <laughs> you know, no next problem. time we get one. I hope we get one before your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> What's um, that okay. old children's book where they used to like really make a big deal out of maple syrup? Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, it might. Be. Well, it was lit. It was lit. It was probably Little House in the Big Woods, not on the Prairie. I'm just yeah. thinking of that, the Laura Ingalls Wilder series. Yeah, thank you. I think it was that because I was always like, <laughs> "Damn, I want to milk those trees," you know. <laughs> It was Anders. Stop laughing at me. It was the Laura Langley. Yeah, don't no, laugh, it's Anders. Just, it's funny to edit from Little House on the Prairie, which to me is what people will understand. To have to be more specific about the Laura Langley Wilder the big reference. One. <laughs> I can't have people thinking I don't know my Laura Ingalls Wilder. True. It, oh my god. I was more of an Anne of Green Gables. Mm. Well, so that was no, going to be my second thing. I was like, was it Anna Creek for you? Okay, how many little houses can somebody build? There was like a Apparently lot Apparently a lot. There's a big thing about tiny houses going on right now. Like contemporarily, <laughs> yes. But like, <laughs> 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 um, Look, there was more wood back then, okay? I don't know what to tell all, you. I mean, Climate the, change is fucked us. The house I only really knew about was the one on the prairie. I like don't really um, know where these other houses That's not from. even the first book. The first book is Little House in the Big Woods. <laughs> God, Anders. You don't do any research, do you? <laughs> I think my mom does have every single one of these books from her childhood at home, so I could maybe dive in. Yeah, there's like fucking seven or something. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Another strike against Blake, however, Mm. is she's like, oh, are we going to play darts? Because there's like the balloons with the questions in them, and they're going to hit them to pop uh, the balloons. And Blake is like, oh, yeah, I play darts all the time. Every Friday and Saturday, I go to the bar and I play darts. Every Friday and Saturday. And I was like, every Friday and Saturday? I don't mean, and I don't, here's the thing. In my personal book, that is a strike against Blake. Does Katie strike me as the type who maybe would go to the bar twice a week and play darts? Yes. 
But on Friday and Saturday? Yes. Go on Tuesday and Thursday. Mm, Friday Save and Saturday. Save the Friday and Saturday for something better. Mm, I, yeah. I think she does it. I think she plays darts. I'll say it. I She's feel like, a darter. I feel like she plays pool. Okay. Mm, well, Katie strikes me as a pool player, yes. Mm. You don't agree, Liv? Yeah. No, I do. Sorry. I just got like seven texts at the same time. And they were telling me I was funny, so I got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I know for a fact Katie does play volleyball. So, Katie, if you're oh, listening, yeah, she does. we'll both hopefully be watching the Olympics. It's at, oh, for, for I the love audience that. members out there, it's at 9 p.m. tomorrow. Um, please support our girls. There are three, <laughs> three people named Will Jordan you- on the team. Shout Will you out. be turning it on at Ruby's house? I quite literally told Nick in the car today, I know Ruby has a goodbye dinner, but once we hit nine, I'm going to have to kind of have, a, you know, half of my attention somewhere else. <laughs> so, my friend is moving to Chicago, but the women's volleyball team is playing. Well, Chicago's not going anywhere, but the Olympics are ending. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm going to hope, hopefully there will be enough people there that I can lead a contingent to the basement and turn the TV on. <laughs> For sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Katie pops a balloon that asks what her biggest fear is, and she says spiders, which is, like, I'm sorry, I don't get it. Like, you can be afraid of spiders, but that's your biggest fear. Mm-hmm. Also, I wrote in my notes that Katie's biggest fear is drowning, but that's because my biggest fear <laughs> is drowning. And I wrote it, I had it in my brain. Oh, dude, that is a bad fear. That's very scary. Have you ever been stuck under, like, um, one of those foam things in the pool? Like, Why would you ask variety? her this if she said this is her biggest fear? This, uh, Anders, you haven't been here for the last couple episodes, but this, uh, this, this podcast, podcast is about truth, honesty, yes. truth and yes. sacrifice. <laughs> so... That is why I'm asking um, this question. I don't know what foam things you're talking about. You know when they have those, like, rollers or a tube variety of toy? Any, any like, or one of those mats that, like, people play on? Mm-hmm. I don't really get stuck under those because those aren't very big. Okay, but what if people are <laughs> on them and then you're stuck underneath because you're trying to flip them? Oh, you know what? I can't talk about this. It's just I haven't done that. <laughs> Although I did get tumbled a couple times when I was Ooh. boogie boarding, and that was terrifying. Uh, yeah, that's not fun. That was like, you know how Simone Biles taught us all who aren't gymnasts about the twisties? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. It's like <laughs> okay, watch when the you're... Olympics, please. <laughs> it's like when you're... In the air, Liv, you're doing gymnastics and you're in the air and you, like, you can't orient yourself and you don't know where the ground is and you get, like, lost in midair. So, like, when you get tumbled in the water, it's like you get lost in the water and you don't know which is up. Just like Bella in Twilight that one time when she jumped off the cliff. Grace has been reading. In other news, I've been reading. (laughs) 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 Anyway, what what are your guys' biggest fears? Oh... Oh, man. Okay, being left alone in the dark in the middle of the woods, obviously. Tsunamis, also scary. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think mine is, like, being in such a tight space I can't move. 
claustrophobia kind of yeah like i have stress dreams where i'm like (laughs) stuck on a shelf (laughs) 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 i got got wedged in there somehow i'm not a doll or anything i'm a full-size person you're a stressed out elf on the shelf (laughs) and then i wake up and like i have phantom neck pain Canada, she says, I don't know. Bitch, move. She was not move answering to Canada. any of these questions. Sweet or salty? Both. Would she move to Canada? Maybe. Like, Katie. <laughs> I will say, she's a bad question answerer. We'll get to that in Justin's date, too, with or, with Herb. But, uh. Oh. Loved love Herb. Her. I loved Herb. If the anyone would like to follow Herb on Instagram, on his <gasps> at is renaissance underscore man 15. <laughs> Oh my wow. god. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Oh my god. What number of Renaissance man is he? 15. Which makes me think he might be our age and have graduated from high school in 2015 because yeah. Helen's email still has 2015 on the end of it at gmail.com. Fuck. Okay. No. Yes. Yes. Oh I my love god. that. Okay. Um, let's, okay, so they ride a mechanical moose. Mm-hmm. They play hockey it's canada um they're wearing matching jerseys they sit in the penalty box and make out um then greg comes outside and catches a glimpse of their one-on-one date and is sad about it yeah he's like she looked happy and it scared me Mm -hmm. whatever now (laughs) we have Blake and Katie arriving for the evening portion of the date, uh-huh. which is where the bright pink, oh. short-sleeved, uh. cropped cardigan over oh. a floral dress oh. makes its appearance. Liv horrible. and I literally, I think, both just screamed what <laughs> at the TV. Horrible. Yeah. It was insane. Okay. Who's there for Blake? It's his mom, his sister, and his best friend, right? Mm-hmm. No, okay. I thought I do brother. Not remember the oh, it's speak. his brother. Oh, yeah, it speak. is his brother. Okay, it is his brother. Yeah. Oh, right, because Greg's friend and his brother. Justin's friend were there. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So two of them had friends. Blake's mom and sister have exactly the same hairstyle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just right off that the bat. That's weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, Katie seems like she might be a nervous talker. Is yeah. what I'm getting yeah. from this. She could not stop talking. But, okay. So, the mom and Katie go off to have their little convo. Um, And the mom is like, oh, Blake is like smitten. When he loves, he loves hard, whatever. Mm -hmm. And the mom asks Katie where she's at with him. And Katie explains for the first out of four times this episode that... She won't be telling any of the men that she's in love with them until it's the last Mm. guy. Because that's the thing she wants to say for her fiancé. We've literally already heard this. We're going to hear it a million more times. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think she also tells the mom, like, they're both not in love but feel like they can get there. Or something. Then, in in the meantime... Blake is sitting down with his sister. 
yes! And she opens with, so this is the one now? <laughs> yeah! She did it! She, she really so let him have it. I love like, her. You were in love with Claire. Then you were in love with Tasha, And now it's her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. Brilliant execution. I love the disdain, the questioning. So good. And so fast. She was like yeah. rapid fire with all of the yeah. questions. Felt like she wrote it in her diary like yeah. 15 nights in a row. Like, this that's is what, what you gotta do. You, you, you can't let them catch, catch a no. breath. Yeah. That's how you get the Also, yeah. I felt like she really let me feel some confidence with Blake just because she asked what the rest of us were wondering. Mm-hmm. Which is like... Fr- also, she confirmed what I thought I knew already is that he falls in love with any woman he's interested in. Which, it, again, I don't think is, like, a uh, the like douchey way, because there's the douchey way to do it, which is just, like, you know, that guy that pre- thinks he falls in love and then is mean to you, which I feel like Greg would maybe be. Um, Blake, I just legitimately think, is, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I like you, so, uh, yeah, let's, let's date forever. I, I don't know, yeah, this could work forever, yeah, okay. Which I'm okay with, I guess. I think he's harmless. I feel like what we're forgetting is that um, he bought a book on Alzheimer's <laughs> to bond with Claire about her dying parent. Like, he, I, I think he does fall in love with whoever he's in a relationship with. And then, like, yeah. we are forgetting that. I did forget about so that. so deep into yes. it. Like, I feel like with Katie, he might have, like, just, I don't know what he researched, but I just know he came with something ridiculous prepared. Oh, my God. Truly. It must be sex positivity. That has to be it. I read so many vibrator reviews, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) The reviews are shockingly inconsistent. I I wish, like, I wish Greg, I guess, maybe, like, hadn't fucked up the season or, like, Michael hadn't fucked up the order. Because I did just want to see how they would incorporate vibrators into fantasy suites. And now it's like, what the hell are they doing next week? Who knows? Yeah. Great question. Thank you. Um, okay, then what happens? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Oh, the sister's like, are you going to tell her that you love her? And he's like, that word is going to be used. <laughs> but what I know, I know. But, Liv, you also said that you liked watching him talk to his sister because mm-hmm. he, like, actually listened to what she was saying. Yeah, I think sometimes when... Um, because sometimes the family members are hard, like sometimes a Justin's type of parents, which uh, no shade to them, I completely understood what why they mm-hmm. didn't show up, but like you'll get those people that have been convinced to be there and they are mad about it. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, I don't believe you. I don't understand. I don't know what's going on. And they like ask the type of questions that his sister was asking, like that seem a little aggressive in a fine way. Like I was, I was totally fine with what she was doing. But a lot of times those people will respond in a really shitty way, in particular like men I've noticed. Mm-hmm. So I, I just really liked that he was willing to like hear her out even though she was saying things that potentially could make him look kind of bad on television. Mm-hmm. Um and was willing to just answer those and be calm about it, which like I truly can't imagine at after what happened, like how Greg would have responded to that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And also I don't know, it seems like he has a good relationship with his sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which like yep. 
we don't see a lot of brother-sister conversations during Hometowns. Yeah. Like, we'll see, like, brothers talking to their brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. talking to their sisters and then always the parents, but we don't see a lot of, like, brothers and sisters being like, this is where I'm at. I Sorry, feel like I had to move to the floor. Sometimes on The Bachelor, when it's like the women contestants, you get like the protective brother trope. Oh, yeah, but for that's, sure. But yeah. that, that's always them talking to the lead and being like, don't, we don't like trust you, like you're going to hurt our sister's heart in an aggressive right. way. But yeah. I think you're right. Like it was, it was nice to see a sibling dynamic play out in a way where they clearly could just like talk on the level with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I have to shout out his mother's outfit. She was wearing leather oh, yeah. pants and that beautiful starched white shirt and um, really just came in and I, I loved her energy from the She start. was glam, for sure. She's no sweet nums, but no. No, <laughs> no parent on the show ever has been. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I also liked that she, she clearly loves Blake and, you mm. know, cares about him and stuff, but she mm. didn't she wasn't like my son can do no wrong, which mm-hmm. you see with a lot of the mama's boys. We'll get there with. with oh, Greg. we'll get <laughs> there. That is part of those joys. Yeah. Well, that's a part of Italians, yeah. but we'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. yeah. <laughs> so the mom, the mom talks to Blake then, and is like, "I liked her. I think she's genuine and has a sweet, good vibe." I'm not sure. I believe the mom. <laughs> Maybe that's just how she talks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wasn't super convinced, but it's nice that she's willing to say that. Um, And then she also was like, you need to man the fuck up and tell her that you love her, which I think sound advice, sound advice from her. Yeah. I agree. I will. I will say, though, I think I might have said this last episode, too. The one one of the things that has relieved me about Blake is that he hasn't said it yet. Because he, to me, seems like the guy who would say it on the second date. And so I was very glad when he waited, because that clues me in that he has some kind of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but yeah, well, he should yeah. say it now. It's yeah. the time. He then waited too long. Like... Yeah. He really did not nail the timing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it was, then they said goodbye at the limo, yeah. and it was very clear that he wanted to say it, mm-hmm. and then just, like, did not. What did he, mm-hmm. did he say I feel so good about you. Yeah, I, feel I, so good I about didn't us. even write it down. I just said Blake wants to tell her he loves her, but he chickens out. Yeah, just horribly vague. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was Blake's date. Party went well. <laughs> Two thumbs up. Whatever. Next, cut to Justin on the phone with his parents. Not even a FaceTime. Like, they would. I wish you could be here. Get they wouldn't FaceTime. even show their faces. <laughs> Um, I thought it was so, so funny. At first, it's like, oh no, why can't they make it? And then the mom says, I don't understand how anyone could get to know someone in this short a period of time. And you're like, oh, that's why they not can't make it, but won't make it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like we haven't, at least I haven't seen, like, that explicit a refusal to participate. Yeah. yeah. Um... Because it was what, like, Rachel's, Rachel Lindsay's dad refused to be on yeah. the show because he was, what, like, a sitting judge. Yeah. But these people, his parents truly were just like, we don't, yeah. like, think this is real. 
to me, well, and like on camera too. Yeah, yeah. To me, they're not like oh, Justin's parents aren't here. Yeah, we find out later it's because they. It's like on camera. They're like that sounds fake. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry, Liv. Well, no, no, no. You're good. Uh, It's just to me, their response sounded or felt more like it was about how Justin came on the show than what their actual response was. Because to me, it said that he probably went, yeah, I'm going to do this thing. I don't know. We'll see if it's good. It probably won't take that long. Like, made it seem really, really casual to the point of, like, it, it felt like maybe he went on thinking it would not be a big deal at all, not really thinking about how far he would go. I don't necessarily think he thought he was going to go this far, and I, mm-hmm. I think he probably, he seems like a pretty logical guy to me, and I, I do think that he has feelings for Katie. I think he would, you know, happily keep dating her. I don't think he's ready to get engaged, mm-hmm. which is fine, no shade, um, but my guess is he probably didn't think he was going to feel much so now he has Mm -hmm. to go through this whole process of being like hey please come and they're like no we're still on the same page of this isn't a big deal so it it just felt like he's a logical person coming from logical parents which is why at the end it wasn't like some big blowout they were just like love you bye and he's like love you and then it ended (laughs) yeah i also feel like from the way his friends talked about him and we'll get into it i wouldn't be surprised if he had like not ever brought someone home like to meet his parents yeah maybe i'm forgetting earlier in the season him talking about his relationship history but it seems like this is a departure for him to have Mm -hmm. deep feelings and to have them really quickly and so i can really understand why his folks were so like what is this? Like, we will yeah, be this charade. Yeah, exactly. If this hasn't happened in the real world, why would it for some reason happen when you're like trapped at this resort for a month? Totally. Yeah. So Justin's parents aren't coming, but his two best friends will be there. However, mm-hmm. before we get to meet Herb, Herb and with the who beautiful cares? eyes and the adorable smile. <laughs> and um, the great style. We have to travel through Baltimore first. Um in a horse-drawn carriage. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Justin has brought Baltimore to her. They take pictures in front of, like, a sign. Were that those says, different welcome, horses? The sign the that says, welcome to Baltimore. It's not a sign. It's the sign. Um, I think it was a different horse. Okay. <laughs> and then he's, like, they're in the carriage and he's like look how beautiful baltimore is and it's like kind of cute she's like playing along and it's like wow gorgeous whatever no, did you a... guys notice that those horses were mic'd up no i'm what? Kidding. sorry <laughs> i'm just, just kidding <laughs> not a single hairspray reference <laughs> i would have done a full performance of Good Morning Baltimore. Good Morning Baltimore. I would have started doing the gag where I'm in the bed, but I'm standing up. I have a like a full trace of turn blood, like take the day off. Uh, I was just like, what are we doing here? Like, what do, what else do we know about Baltimore? Is like the world. It's hairspray. That's why <laughs> such a bob. Yes. Get the Nikki Bonsley from the movie Hairspray to come in and perform. Like, let's do something. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> so, wow. I was sad about that. They didn't. Fair. Valid. They, didn't. they drove past a fake graffiti wall. Oh. Anders, would you like to comment? It was, why was it? Well, it was just like half empty. And so yeah. I was like, what 
is this? Like, I know. I was like, oh, are we going to stop? Yes. And Justin's going to yeah. do some gorgeous graffiti. That would have been cool. We didn't stop. We just drove right on by. We, I... we, well, we had to talk about ranch. I was, that was the next thing I was going to bring up. Okay. I have one more thing to say about yes. the graffiti wall. I, have, I just have several questions. First of all, yeah, why was it only half done? Did the graffiti artist quit halfway through? <laughs> was this graffiti art that you can purchase multiple copies of, like those paintings at like Marshalls or something? <laughs> and I, I, ju- I just want to know where it came from. I just want to know if it, someone did it or if it, if they like made the staff do it. Who? <laughs> I'm just Who so yeah, who they hire? Wasn't it done? The concierge at the front desk. They're like, can you please spray paint this for us? It, it was the horses. Yeah. I... Okay, sorry. Please move on. I'm sorry. In the carriage, Justin is like asking Katie, you know, innocuous oh questions. And he's like, okay, you know, this or that, this or that. Blue cheese or ranch dressing. And Katie's like, oh, blue cheese. And he's like, What? <laughs> <laughs> really? And Katie's like, uh, yeah. And he's like, me too. That's crazy. The most I've seen anyone emote this whole season. Like, he was so excited. He was so excited was that Katie picked blue cheese over ranch. He put Greg's fake surprise about rain to shame. To shame. To shame. Truly. Also, I just have to say, Justin is, like, the most beautiful man. Like, he just, oh the God. bone structure is so mm-hmm. beautiful. I just, I, it was, yeah, couldn't yeah. take my eyes off him. Dull, yeah. but beautiful. He's gorgeous. He's, he's so um, stunning. Maryland is apparently known for crabs, so they make Katie eat seafood again. Mm-hmm. And I am just getting the vibe that she is not a seafood gal. But also, if I'm Katie, I'm saying, I prefer Alaskan. Like I'm, I like Pacific. See why? Why am I eating Atlantic crab? <laughs> so why am I eating Atlantic crab? Like, could you imagine he's like we're having salmon? No, we're throwing it away. Like I get that the crab in the Chesapeake Bay is probably delicious, but this is an opportunity for Katie to like raise the stakes, tell a joke. Like I don't know. I was like, that's right. I've taken it. Also, why was she eating the center of the crab? Eat a leg. Eat a leg, babe. I don't think she eats seafood that much because I don't think she likes it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't like dismember. I did have an iconic childhood moment where I was in Sweden visiting relatives and there were just full crawfish on the table where we had to, like, pull the heads off and I didn't enjoy it. So I related to that. But a crab leg is just a leg. I don't know. (laughs) They have, like... I don't know. It's just a leg, suck it up. <laughs> literally suck it up, like out of the leg. Like, <laughs> it happen. That's how it works. <laughs> okay. So, then he has to sit her down and let her know that his parents aren't coming, but his friends are there. Katie is disappointed because obviously she wanted to meet them, Mm -hmm. but, you know, it's not the end of the world. And Justin keeps trying to sell it as, like, you know, my friends probably know things about me that my parents don't even know. And I'm, like, definitely know things about you that your parents obviously. Yeah. I I just feel like the smarter move for him would have been to be, like, I'm really disappointed that my parents didn't come. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I really wish that they had come because it's really important for you to meet them and I understand. Like, I think playing it off as like, oh, it's all good, it honestly hindered him. But that's it. Yeah, I, I'm, I agree. Also, did he say, I, they've known me for 12, uh, almost 15 years. I was like, does he He not- said 12 and 15. Oh, I was so he, oh. Okay. The, he, oh. these friends are from different points in his life. Okay. Yeah. Who's known him longer, Tommy or Herb? They didn't answer that. <laughs> I feel like it's Tommy, but Herb knows him better, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Herb, Herb had star quality that Tommy did oh not. Oh my God. Herb for an ex-bachelor. I Absolutely. put Herb in paradise. Like, he was so <gasps> stunner. hot. Stunner. He's a stunner. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Real quick, before we get to Herb and yeah, his please. excellent style, style, segue to Katie's horrible sweater that no! she was wearing for the night portion of this <laughs> There's day. There's this little, like, tufts on it. Yes, with the little <laughs> balls. The second he said, my parents aren't coming, I'm like, okay, then I'm dressing for a bar. Like, I'm dressing yeah. going out. Like, these will be your friends. Yeah, boobs yeah. out. Yeah. Tits out. Girl, look. <laughs> Not you get tits to look fully covered. Mm-hmm. In like a crew neck, in a sweater, mm-hmm. in springtime, in New Mexico. <laughs> this is a deep V occasion. Mm-hmm. Why did she look like it's mid-December? At and a parent-teacher like, conference. At a parent-teacher <laughs> conference. I, I don't understand I, it. Yeah, there are no words. No. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, it's nothing compared to the pink cardigan monstrosity, but, like, just for why, though? We do know. Mm-hmm. A girl does not know how to dress for an occasion. We yeah. remember the fully, like, this was, like, one of the second dates where she's wearing her khaki pants and her, like, fleecy jacket. And, Grace, you commented her choice of shoes. She chose not to wear boots. She chose to wear very open sandals with this full-on winter look. Do you remember this? She does yeah. not know how to dress for weather, for occasion. She does not get it. And the problem is, like, I can totally see Katie being the kind of girl who's like, here's a cute look. Like, dark skinny jeans, lingerie top, black leather jacket. Sure. Yeah. Like, is that a little 2018, 2019? Yes. Is it always going to look good? Also, yes. yes. Like, yeah. let's just go with that. Yeah. And I can totally see Katie wearing that. I'm sure she owns it. Mm-hmm. Problem solved. Anyway. Blah, 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 blah. We meet Tommy and Herb. Tommy is about as unmemorable as it gets. <laughs> Yeah, I did not know his name was Tommy until well, you guys said it. At least he spoke on, like, Blake's brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yikes. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about Justin's other friend with his star power. Renaissance underscore oh. man 15. Like, Herb came in. underscore man 15. He had the best outfit on out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Great skin, beautiful eyes, like, good energy. Mm-hmm. Um, Ugh, you wise. could get lost in those eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did. I got lost. <laughs> I'm still trying to find my way back. My Good God. energy, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Tommy had no energy. Yep. Tommy, Tommy was, was not comfortable on camera. Tommy was, like, kind of sucking the energy out of the room a little bit. <gasps> I agree. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> Tommy was not the right person. Tommy will fight, not be returning for a second round. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Katie and Tommy talk, I guess. Because I wrote, Katie tells the friend whose name I didn't learn that she's ready to settle down. <laughs> I didn't talk to her, so I must not have known his name at that point. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, she's definitely talking to Herb, not Tommy. Um, he asks what made Justin stand out. She says, he's a great kisser. Mm. He is himself, and they have chemistry. Nothing. All the guys she has left are apparently great kissers. Yeah. She said it right to her. Um, and then we learn, kind of, we kind of already knew it, that Justin is not prone to letting people in. Um. Yep. So then... They ask if he said if he's in love with her, and then she's like, no, and then also here's my spiel about not saying I'm in love with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever. They seem to get along. They seem to have a good shot. Okay. Oh, and then, the, oh, go for it. I was just going to say the thing I remembered about Herb is he asked, so tell me about yourself, and she goes... She does not answer anything about herself <laughs> other than, well, they said I could date 30 men, so I said yes. And he's like, where are you from? Like, I, I don't know. He, she didn't say anything yeah. at all. all she, I mean, I, I get it. Like, that must just be sort of muscle memory at this mm-hmm. point. Like, that's what she's supposed to say. That's what she says in interviews. But it mm-hmm. was a weird disconnect at the time. Like, she just answered that question incorrectly. Yeah. Maybe that was, like, a precursor to her kind of being on autopilot, which seemed to yeah. be... We'll obviously get to it later, but... Yeah, I felt like she, especially when talking about, like, where her relationship was with Justin, just, it was so obvious that it was so far behind. Yeah. And just, like, yeah. we maybe could potentially get there if everyone else quits, which seems to be happening. <laughs> so there's still a chance it's going to be I'm not ruling him out, you know? No. Yeah. If everyone else quits, <laughs> she things has to keep aren't her back all pocket. lost. Like, yeah. Truly. I mean, I get it. I don't think he's going to be too fussed. Yeah. I, they seem, I can't imagine. They seem friendly. There's always, like, yeah. the platonic one in this, and I guess that she did keep talking about them kissing, but I just, I don't think there's anything there. No, no, no. Yeah. He is going to kill it, though, if he goes on Paradise, if he mm-hmm. dates in the real... Like, he's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know there are going to be multiple women that are just like, oh, my God, he doesn't break down his shell for anybody? Let me in there! I got a hammer! <laughs> yeah, I mean, when Justin's talking to Tommy, the gist of it is basically like, you're not vulnerable enough, in my opinion. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Both of his friends, when they talk to him, are just like, "You're not very vulnerable. You should open up more." Mm-hmm. And then Justin's like, "There's still time," and Herb is like, "Time? There's two weeks." <laughs> it's like correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, um, Thank you, thank you, Herb, for letting us know. But time. Yeah. That was that day. Like they say, Less. he they they talk a little bit. Fifty nine eleven. If you want to edit out my sneeze, <laughs> redacted. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, 
they go outside together and he does tell her that he's falling in love with her mm. and also this is our second hometown out of three and we've gotten no i love you's this season which Rude. feels yep. strange or not um, strange yeah. but just you know different um but then you know they have a cute little goodbye and he just goes i hope you get home safely I liked it. <laughs> Which was, like, just very <laughs> cute. cute to me. Yeah. Just, yeah. like, instinctual, real-world reaction of being like, okay, get home safe yeah. in this chauffeured limo that is yeah, going to drive you point four miles the window, like, in this you, private man. road. Like, I'm so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, funny, funny. Moving on. <laughs> Greg's hometown oh, in the lovely... State of New Jersey, <sighs> which they will experience via tandem bike. <laughs> oh, I love a tandem bike. No. Yes. I, Anders and Grace, do you guys want to ride a tandem bike? No. No. Why? <laughs> Why would I? I yeah, don't know, for the, the broadcast, for the fans. I'll do it for a TikTok, but like, do you have okay, a tandem bike available? Um, no, but it's Seattle. I bet I could find one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I yeah, I think a... my neighbors, David and Judy, um, have one. I did see a TikTok okay. of a family riding a five-person tandem bicycle. Fuck. <laughs> That's um, my dream. It, it was literally, I was like, oh, this was like half of the Seattle Public Schools APP program that I went to school with. <laughs> my family was like one degree removed, but thank God we were. Like, yes. <laughs> we were close. But we never, we never went there. That's so funny. Uh, Chris and Mason and Ada used to have, not a three-person tandem bicycle, I'm just talking about their family unit, (laughs) used to have a tandem bicycle. So there was a tandem bicycle in my house's garage for many years, but that (laughs) thing went away because no one liked it. Um, Okay. (laughs) Party poopers over there, I see. Yeah. But, you know, Liv, if it's that important to you, I'll talk to David and Judy. Thank you. I would like to. I mean, I know that you and uh, me and Ellie talked about it a little bit last year. I was serious. I don't think either of you were, but that's okay. It's only for a TikTok. It's only for a TikTok. (laughs) Um, Maybe if we were in New Jersey. (laughs) Well, I don't have any intense Italian-Americans in my family. So I'm just going to, like, I guess, list off the things that they did, and you guys feel free yeah. to jump in it's if for, anything stands out. For me, out. it's only when the family comes in. Okay, it's only when the family comes I in. I mean, I have Absolutely. thoughts about the tennis court maintenance, but, like, that's probably not yeah. interesting for the pod. Let's breeze through it, then. First stop is pork rolls. Yeah. Second stop Looked is good. Italian ice. Yeah. Again, how had she never had it? I, yeah, I don't know. No idea. Third Stupid. stop is... A mechanical surfboard, much like the the mechanical mechanical bowls. We are running out of ideas. Yeah. Yes. Um, Then we go to, I assume in Anders' opinion, poorly maintained tennis court (laughs) that also has a basketball hoop in it. Hooked up to a fence that a PA probably installed 20 minutes before. (laughs) Probably. Greg is like, basketball was the biggest part of my life with my dad. And, like, he hasn't really played basketball since his dad passed away. And so they're going to play basketball. But when he said, yeah, I haven't really played, I don't know why. That was our 99th clue into Greg has not dealt with any things that he needs to. Uh Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Um, they're like gonna play horse, but then they're not gonna play horse because horse is too hard because it's five letters or something. <laughs> yes. I don't know. That's so so he's like, like what's what's a four letter word? So they play kiss, which we don't even see. Um, we just see Katie not being able to make a shot. Yeah. And then Greg is like, guess what? Sometimes it rains in Jersey, too. And then he snaps his fingers, and there's fake rain again. Just I thought like it was their good. Seattle yeah, day. Whatever producer had that idea, that was good. I yeah. want to know how it works. <laughs> it's sprinklers curious. in a tree. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was that before or after he like picked her up and made out with her against the fence? Because that was that was hot. before. Because they that did that when they were all wet. Yeah. Okay. Well, I it, it was hot I was except like, for she tried to talk to him the whole time. Yes. Yeah. I was, I was like, like, "Girl, this is makeout time." <laughs> I was shocked by how strong it seems like Greg must be. Yeah. Like yeah. he kind of like flung her into the air. Much mm-hmm. higher than I was expecting. Also, and then, like, was just carrying her around. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's 6'2", and she's 5'2", and she looks pretty tiny. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like she probably weighs, like, a very light amount, and if he's just muscly and 6'2", that she's gotta be so easy to lift. Sure. But also hot! Well, love but that. Like, love, I don't love feel like you're that easy to lift. I'm not. I'm very solid. That's something. I don't, that's what people you say think about that me. Katie they say I'm solid. significantly less than you. Yes, I would. I would I guess she does. I don't think that. I would not guess that. Okay. Well, I would. I think. <laughs> I had a friend who was like the same size as me. Her mm-hmm. head probably weighed more than mine. She was smarter and it was larger, <laughs> but. <laughs> She, lifting us up when we were around the same size, I was significantly heavier. Like, (laughs) Ellie, Ellie is all muscle, but Ellie is also just dense. Mm -hmm. I am also dense. So, I just think, I just think Katie was, and still, you make picking me up look kind of easy. So, imagine Greg picking up (laughs) someone Okay, I make picking you up look kind of easy because I'm very stubborn and only have to pick you up for, like, periods of, like, 15 seconds. Right. (laughs) I'm not, like, holding you for a prolonged makeout session. Mm -hmm. For sure, but you could if you wanted to. I could not. That's uh, not true. (laughs) You also aren't 6'2". You aren't 6'2 and made of muscle. I'm almost 6'2. No, you aren't. Um, I am almost 6'2. What does almost mean? (laughs) I just think... I think. I think when you play ball, you know? (laughs) Okay, I'm not almost 6'2. That was a joke. (laughs) Okay. Okay, whatever. Let's move on to the night portion. Great. Oh, here we um, go, baby. This Sandy dress, Liv described, Liv described this dress as not as bad as the other ones, but still a floral shit show. Yes, yeah. correct. <laughs> That's exactly it. it. <laughs> they brought a family photo. His family uh-huh. did. Oh, so the family that's there is his mom, his brother, and his best friend, correct? His best friend who looks exactly like him and his brother who looks nothing wait that's what i said no look at the chirons the brother was the one that did not look like him what yes Uh i completely Uh thought it was the other way when i saw them and then she went to sit with the brother and it said brother and i was like but his friend 
looks like his brother. Oh! And this man looks completely different. Mm-hmm. My god. <laughs> what the fuck? His friend looks just like him. Yes. Oh my god, okay, Oh wait, whatever. what? Am I wrong? Was the second person that sat with him the brother? The brother had the black shirt on and was, like, older. No, the brother was Which the one, one that we said teeth? looked like a small-town cop. Yes. Fuck! Yeah, what? Yes. Yes, look at the subtitles. Like, what they say oh, about what their roles are. Oh, man. I Here's swear the thing. I, I, I was arguing a different point that now is, like, extra wrong. Because <laughs> I just didn't think that either one really looked like him. And I was like, damn, Yeah, Liv didn't think that the look brown-haired like one looked like yeah. him. No, and I was like, they're looked... obviously brothers. Look yeah. at that. Okay. Yeah. But wow. now that's You know stupid. what? Yes. I take literally everything back. My brain is confused and <laughs> flustered. But I'm, I'm, on your, I'm on the train now of shock and surprise. <laughs> in, in the right way. Okay? Mm-hmm. Wowee! Uh, okay. Yeah. Shall we dive in? Yes. To our analyses. Yeah, just make sure you include the sisters who aren't there and all the kids. Okay, Which, well, that's a big move. part of it. The whole family mm-hmm. came ready to play. They said, yeah. we're locking this down, we made a full video. For reference, uh, the first the first thing I would notice is the amount of kids. Yes. Um, that is definitely, within my experience, my, my dad, he, his uh, mom is... She was born in the U.S. His dad was born in Italy. Mm-hmm. They have six. He is one of six. Yeah. And that is one of the smaller families. Yes. Because they are insane. And Italians you know, are insane. You know they all live in the same town in Jersey. Oh, yeah. Like... They all live in Spokane. <laughs> Spokane. Do we, think, do we think Greg still lives at home? Do we have yes. confirmation on if Greg has moved out? Because... It really would track to me if that you were. It would track. Still. When I tell you, we went to Italy. My cousin Che Che, he is in his fifties. I was like, "Where does Che Che live?" They're like, "With his mom." I'm like, "What is Che Che's job?" They're like, "He steals movies off the internet." So. <laughs> okay, can Che Che get me some movies? Like... Yeah, Che Che did get us some movies when we were in Italy. He said, he, "What he did?" I was sorry, I was 12 years old. He comes out to me. He smokes a cigarette in my face, and he's like, "What kind of movies do you like?" <laughs> and he got us some weird Chris Rock stuff. <laughs> he like like he steals movies for a living, and by living that's in quotes because he lives with his mom yeah, and she yeah, works yeah. and she's mad at him all the time, oh, but he still lives there. Yeah. JJ, move your feet! I'm trying to sweep. <laughs> <laughs> but he's bad at it. He's bad at his only job. <laughs> Obsessed with cousin JJ. <laughs> cousin JJ's fucking wild. I, All right, you go You go into your points, please. Well, just for, like, Greg to be what seems like the chosen son in this Italian-American family without, <laughs> a, with a dead father. Yeah, like, absolutely. This man has never been criticized in his life. No. Like, his, once. his parents have never said anything negative to him. He clearly mm-hmm. has never learned how to deal with conflict or any, uh-huh. like, pushback to any of his, like, wants or needs or, like, interests, I would say. Absolutely. And it just At least out. one of his sisters is older, probably yes. babied him. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, but it just played out exactly like that. Like, everything he did, I was like, oh no, he's never, like, 
had someone not respond in the way, or, like, not respond in the way that he wants to, or not be able to use that, like, yeah. angsty bullshit he pulled to get what he wants. I yeah! Like, like... Absolutely. Just the way they talked well, about him, I was like, they're a his family is obsessed his, with him. His mom is obsessed with him. Yes. Uh-huh. Helen, said, also, because, Helen said it was because his mom wanted to be dating him. And I was like, it, yeah, uh, kind of. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of her hard first, in way. Her first question for Katie was, what makes Greg so special? Yeah. Like, what is special? No, not, not that. Sorry. What is special about Greg? And, like, his mom has plenty of ideas about what is special yeah. about Greg. She wants to hear someone else tell her how yeah. special her yes. son is. Yes. And she needs to she needs to hear that it's like there's some overlap. Otherwise she'll be like, she doesn't see you. Like she doesn't get you like I yeah, do. Yeah, she doesn't like, get she you like I do. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a trap. I also I also thought it was so classic too how she was just like telling everybody we have not seen greg happy this boy has been so depressed but clearly no one had talked to greg about it (laughs) like they weren't like babe you need therapy they were like wow karen my neighbor have you noticed how depressed my son is (laughs) we gotta get you a girl so she can fix it yeah Yeah. she's like mommy's trying to date for the first time, so I will need someone else to take care of Mr. Gregory over here. <laughs> I need him to bad. play basketball again. Yeah. <laughs> Mom's it tired of having wild. Greg in the house. That's what's going so on. Wild. <laughs> yeah, I I it was just insane. I was like, yeah. here's the thing, you all are so aware. That that was I felt like what was so frustrating about the situation was it felt like everyone was so aware that he was like going through it really yeah. unhappy and what they had clearly done was encourage him to go on the show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? No. Right. Like why aren't you all encouraging him to go to therapy? <laughs> like I don't get it. I don't I don't get it because she clearly knew the ins and outs of the show, which to me w- yeah. made it very very clear that she had been like, "You know what? You should do this. You should go on the show." And then just admitted, admitted how like he was going through it so mm-hmm. much and I was just ah, it was just so frustrating to watch. I was like, "I don't like how aware you are." Like it it would have been one thing if she was like, "Fuck, I didn't know how you were feeling about your dad." Like because they don't, mm-hmm. you know, really know. But they know he's upset. They know he's depressed. And inst- they didn't do anything. Yeah. And it, that just really bugs me. Because they let this happen to one, Katie, but also to probably multiple other women. Oh, and I if, hope not. I hope not either, but it's just one of those things where it's like, clearly they're not willing to criticize him, but they are willing to be aware of the situation and just not say anything, like, constructive. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously this is not all on them. It just, they clearly didn't help. Well, yeah, again, I think they were like, you know, Katie will fix it. A girlfriend will fix it. Exactly. A girlfriend will make you happy again, but, like, not just in the, like, oh, being in love can make you feel happy, Mm -hmm. but in the... She'll listen to your problems. Mm-hmm. She'll tell you it's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. She'll hold you when you cry. Like, Which is also very Italian, yeah. I must say. <laughs> yes. Very. The woman has to do all of it. Literally, my dad told yeah. me, and his dad is like, 
he was about like so he he was a uh, anyway I'm not going to tell the whole story here but he had sort of a crazy upbringing he was mm-hmm. like very you know got kind of fucked over by the US government and all mm-hmm. that stuff so he was very much what we would now consider like pretty socialist and everything like that and like mm-hmm. up with the times and like for for what it was in Spokane but still like he, my dad said he didn't lift a finger, didn't do a single mm-hmm. chore until my grandma yeah. got polio and literally couldn't walk. Oh, and then he had God. to start learning how to do all that stuff. Yeah. But even like someone like that, like th- it's just very in that culture. Mm-hmm. And that was very reminiscent, I feel like. So, oh, when, when my grandpa passed, my grandmother was like, I'm never cooking again in my life. Like, she had, had spent, yeah. you know, 70-some years cooking every single meal for yeah. this meal. And was like, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I, just, and we can get into, like, Greg. We can move on from the family if we're ready. Because I just feel yeah. like Greg put so much of, like, his, to use the word that's overused, but, like, his trauma and, like, issues with his dad dying on Katie and was, like, mm-hmm. in this hyper-specific space they're in of this fake reality show for like three weeks she has somehow made me feel better about this and the second that went out of focus for him or went wrong for him it was like the whole thing crumbled and I felt Mm -hmm. like it was kind of about her but it was so much about his own issues with his dad absolutely that he can't has not worked through and has no tools to work through and yet it's the only thing you can think about I feel like yeah. Do y'all feel the same yeah. way? Like, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we let's let's just get to it because <laughs> mm-hmm. like the mom just tells Katie that like her biggest fear is seeing Greg get hurt or crushed, and then Liv's computer died anyway. So <laughs> yeah. we missed Greg and his mom's conversation regardless. <laughs> Which like with the like following context in our current discussion probably would have been quite interesting to watch, mm-hmm. but we didn't see it and we didn't go back. So um <laughs> Katie and Greg are, like, on the couch together. Mm-hmm. And Katie is, like, crying a little bit because she's, like, your mom told me, like, the most important thing that I got out of tonight was, like, that your mom told me that she hasn't seen you this happy in a mm-hmm. long time. And then Greg cries about his dad some more. And then he tells her that he hasn't been this vulnerable with someone in his entire life. And, like... I must just not have been paying attention because apparently I I missed the like quote that is apparently like, you know, she filled a hole in his heart or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people seem to think that he said he loved her. Did that happen? Or did he just say the hole in his heart thing? Because the next thing that happens is Katie's looking at him as he's telling her this. And like me with the context of a viewer having watched her explain four times in just this episode that she will not be saying I love you to any contestant Mm -hmm. until they are, like, down Mm -hmm. on one knee in front of her. Like, looking at her face, I was like, wow, she wants to tell him that she's in love with him literally so bad. She wants to tell him that so bad. Yes. And she has, within the confines of the show, done everything up to that point. Like she oh, told, yeah. She literally told his mom, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell you this, but, like, yeah. I, I'm keeping him around. And like, I feel like yeah. she's even pushed the boundaries of what yes. she's allowed to say. Yeah. 
Yeah. I feel like, too, something that was so frustrating is, like, oh, gosh, I don't even know. I don't remember what I was going to say. But uh, just the whole interaction was just horrifying. And yeah. she has given him more than than any other contestant. And he really, I think I think the biggest thing for me was, like, he was clearly dealing with his own stuff, like you said. Yeah. And I do feel like depression and anxiety and all these, they end up being kind of all-consuming, especially if what was happening to Greg, which was, you know, it was very clear he hasn't talked about this stuff with anyone. He was just having, like, a very extreme flood of emotions, which I get, but then, and so when he didn't get the response he wanted, I felt like anyone not in his exact position would have seen her looking the way that he was, or the way that she was, at him, and when Mm -hmm. she said, I love looking at you, I think if you were a sane person at that, if, like, you were feeling okay, you were not feeling the way that Greg was feeling, you would have looked at her say that, and you would have thought, she wants to tell me that she loves me, but she can't. Yeah, so, like, let's talk about the immediate reaction, which is that Greg tells Katie all this stuff, yeah, and then Katie looks at him with this face that we were talking about, Mm -hmm. and says, and he's like, what? And she's like, I just love looking at you. And, like, the conversation immediately takes a turn. Yes. Like, Greg mm-hmm. fully shuts down um, mm-hmm. and is just, like, she's, like, yeah, like, it's, you know, it's hard. I don't, like, I was typing so fast, especially because, like, I, again, I don't think I was paying super close mm-hmm. attention to his apparently giant confession of feelings. Um, so, like, she had her reaction, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's kind of an odd thing to say. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I didn't think that it was the turning point. Like, yeah. I was confused. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, did they edit what something happened? out? Yeah. What just happened? Why is yeah. he being so weird all of a sudden? Yes. And then they immediately revert back into what we have seen on every <sighs> single other date, which is Katie saying, you don't seem happy. You don't seem like you want to be here. Mm-hmm. And him being like, what do you mean? Of course I want to yeah. be here. And I was like, wait, how did we f- find ourselves back here? Like, I genuinely had no idea how we had found ourselves back there. I mean, I think I thought her that line I love looking at you was inappropriate yes. as a response to what yeah. he, he's, he's, they're kind of crying about his dad and his relationship with you and all of that stuff. Um, and I thought it would have been an appropriate time if, if like, you're in a relationship where you have built up, like, communication mm-hmm. skills and comfort to really be, like, let's, like, actually pause right there. That was just, I felt like that was disrespectful to me. Like, that is not the response that I felt like I needed yes. at that moment. Like, you can really clearly communicate if your partner has, like, hurt you in a, that way or just, like, said something that, mm-hmm. like, doesn't align with kind of what you expected. But... The way, and I feel like we had to be missing some dialogue or something in the edit, because he did fully, like, turtle and, like, just a storm cloud passed over him. Yeah. And got so petulant and so childish and closed off, based on just that, from what we saw. Well, that was the thing, too, is, like, I felt, with that line... If you take that line and you put zero subtext on it, which is mm-hmm. what I felt like he interpreted mm-hmm. it as, like, 
I felt like she said that line and he interpreted it as superficial, not mm-hmm. the same person. Like, why would someone say this? This is out of context. She's just saying something that doesn't make any sense. And mm-hmm. what she felt she was saying was like, I love you and I can't say it. So I, this is what yes. I'm saying. Because she was giving mm-hmm. that full, like, giddy face. And yeah. I was like, oh, wow. You just are on – I felt – in that moment, I felt like they thought that they were, it, it just, that line meant two completely different things to the two people sitting there. Mm-hmm. And yes. it was just hard to watch because he went, what the fuck? No context. <laughs> yeah. And she, she was like, ah, <laughs> and it, oh, it just, yeah. oh, it just, it sucked. It sucked so Bad. Mm-hmm. No, was, the reason was so I was so watch. confused was because, like, to me, that line was so, so obviously her saying that she was in love with him. Yes! Like, yeah. Could not have been more clear. And, like, again, poor choice of words. Oh, yeah. Could bad. we have done it better? 100%. Mm-hmm. Does he have, like, did he get that speech four times? No, he did not get that speech four times. Like, we are missing crucial context. Yes. That being said, I don't feel like even with the missing crucial context, it could have been that grossly misinterpreted. Yes. And also I feel like then in like the continued conversation and obviously in conversations that we hadn't seen before that they had had, she has obviously clearly communicated to him, like, you are the person I am choosing. Mm -hmm. Like, like, and for him to just suddenly act like none of that had happened or that like what she said later just he just completely ignored it like he clearly had like made a choice in some way to stop listening to her and Mm -hmm. just like completely tune out yeah so like for this evening like sorry greg just shuts down no 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 all good greg like shuts down they have their repeat conversation again and then it's, like, very whispered, like, things are not great, mm-hmm. they, like, walk toward the door in the dark, and she's, like, it's really hard for me to be so committed to you and then meet someone else's family, and he's just, like, I seriously can't be here if, like, I don't think it's us at the end, and she she says, like, I promise, and yes. then trails off, and I'm, like, okay, Greg, mm. that's not how this show works, yeah. which means that she already told you that, like... Mm-hmm. None of the guys would be here if they didn't think it was a chance of them mm-hmm. being them at the end. Yes. That's how it goes. So you need to make that decision yourself. Yeah. And then she's like, I feel like you're losing trust in our relationship. And he's like, I'm not losing trust. I'm losing my shit. And I was like, well, <laughs> well that's true. That, yeah, that felt like an accurate appraisal of him. Yeah. His and then. State. She says, I've never felt like you wanted to leave until right now. And I was like, really? Because you have asked him that question multiple times. Once a week. Unfair. Yeah. Um, And then he's like, well, I never felt like you were holding things back from me until now. Mm -hmm. Which was, okay. Like, it feels like the only thing that she can be holding back from him is a pinky promise that she'll get engaged to him. Andy, I love you. Uh, Yes, that's, yeah. Well, yeah, okay, yes, that's, yeah. I will say, though, one more thing on that point is is after she said that line that they interpreted different ways that I love looking at you, she did say, you know how I feel about you, right? Which 
was his chance to be like, I honestly don't. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he, like, if he really, because again, like, from the audience perspective, at least some people, because apparently there are a lot of different interpretations of <laughs> Greg and his. <sighs> anyway, a lot of people saw that as like, she really wanted to say, I love you. And he clearly didn't. So that would have been his time mm-hmm. to say, yeah, I don't. I don't know how you feel. I feel really confused and I feel. I like he didn't say shit. He just yeah. continued to be like, "What? What? Do, what aren't you getting?" Like asking those insane, yes. frustrating questions too fast for her to answer anything. Like a child, just to make her question everything. Like a child. Katie is like, "What do you need?" And he's like, "Tell me what I need to know." Which just like I don't know. At this point, like I don't know. He's just trying to force her to say I love you mm-hmm. which also the like I never felt like you were holding anything back from me like she could like not want to say it yet Greg just for the record mm-hmm. yeah like he's trying to be like you have to tell me that you love me or I'm leaving mm-hmm. and I don't know whatever this but kind of- that's the end of the night they have a tense goodbye whatever yeah does just like um, ask him to kiss her? Yeah. When they're at the car, like that was that was just yeah. rough and uncomfortable. Yeah, he's got his hoodie up under his jacket, which is just like so classic sad boy. Uh, again, a um, child acting yeah. like a child. <laughs> it um, really felt like I don't know why in this particular moment it just felt like the person that asks you out while you're working. I was just like, she is doing her job, and you are getting in the way and with your nonsense. And I didn't like that, because here's the thing. I've heard, like, I heard, oh, fucking Nick Vile. Nick Vile. I, I can't, I'm so, he makes me so mad, and I find him so hot, and that also makes me mad. So... <laughs> just a lot of feelings going on but he was he was making this whole case about Greg and how it, like pretending that he wasn't on Greg's it was he's just dumb he likes to play devil's advocate and he's bad mm-hmm. at it um but it, he he kept making that case of like well people have broken the rules before like people break the rules rules all the time and I'm like yes but that can't happen every season mm-hmm. it can't because if it happens, it just happened with Tasha and Claire. Mm-hmm. You cannot, this can't happen. Also, Matt broke the rules. He didn't propose. You can't have that any other, all the other times. Or you need to make this show a different thing. It is not, like, mm. someone has to get engaged sometimes. <laughs> and there is, <laughs> on like, occasion, no on occasion, someone has, they don't have to stay engaged. They can break up. That is fine. But people have to get engaged. You have to play it out because otherwise those seasons aren't, the ones that break the rules aren't dramatic. That's just how the show works now. Yeah. So I, she couldn't do that after Claire, after, after Matt, there was, there was no way that she couldn't play this show out. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that I was ignorant of him to want that from her. <laughs> then the next morning, they just show Greg and Blake chatting really briefly. And Blake is like, I have no <laughs> oh, idea how Katie is handling this and like what she's thinking. You know, <laughs> an empathetic response. <laughs> and Greg is like, 
this thing is tearing me apart. Like, I'm so sad. I spilled my heart after her, and she didn't really have any reaction. So, he decides to go find her. And this is where things really get messy. Well, also, isn't Blake like, I'm going to go work out. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> Bla- go, Greg's like, I'm really out. sad. And Blake's like, cool, I'm going to hit the gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... Greg sits down with Katie because he goes to her room to find her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's clear to me you're not feeling the same way as me. And then she's like, you seem nervous. And immediately he's like, what do you mean? And then she's like, I don't know, you seem nervous. And he goes, you seem fine. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is so bitchy. Mm-hmm. It's bitchy um, also untrue. Yeah. She did not seem fine in any kind of way. Mm-mm. Yeah. The other point that I heard this on another podcast too. I, the fact that he slept on this, and then still felt this angry about it and like angsty is insane because he clearly was embarrassed the night before. Like he had a real emotional reckoning. Like talked to his family about stuff he hadn't for the first time. That's just a lot, and he reacted in a way that clearly wasn't appropriate for Mm -hmm. the situation but like also he was going through a lot and i'm not saying what he did was appropriate but in the moment i was like there's so much going on here but i feel like when that kind of thing happens and this was the point made on the other podcast you sleep it off Mm -hmm. and then you wake up and you're like dang i had a crazy reaction or you double down which he did which is not great Doubled down so aggressively. Yeah. Yeah. He basically tells her, he's like, I felt like I was telling a stranger that I loved her. (laughs) Like, you completely dismissed everything I said. Like, and then the, the argument, because she's like, I'm not telling anybody that I love them. Like, this is my thing. And the fight between them becomes essentially Greg being like, I told you I loved you, and I want you to act like we're not on The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, his, he's like, I know there are other guys here, but that's not the point. Like, this was never about a rose. This isn't about me making it to the next week. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be a list. And I'm like, um... <laughs> that's how the show... Like... What... <laughs> Where does he think like, he is? And then he's, like, yeah. making Katie apologize for, mm. like, saying that he's number one. Like, Ugh. I, it, what, <laughs> and, uh, and, it, and also, it's like, okay, okay, let, let me, like, try to buy into this idea. Mm-hmm. Let me, like, try to buy into this. If you guys are really in love, like, Katie should not be, like, focusing on rules and should just tell you that she's in love with you okay fine except for what about justin Mm -hmm. what about blake Mm -hmm. these men that katie does actually have feelings for maybe not nearly as strong but like that's a very selfish way to look at it like blow up the lives of these two other men because we're in love right like Mm-hmm. And as you promised my, me we're in love. Yeah. And I as my friend who I was watching with Sierra just kept going, she was like, she has a contract. 
Like, yes. yeah. she has, has like, a legal obligation to And you don't think that do thing is show. way more hardcore she, based on what has happened the last yeah. few seasons? Yeah. Fuck off! And she's what? so close to the end. Like, mm-hmm. And she's on national TV. Yes. Like, yes. Ben Higgins made himself not a villain. Like, no, America's mm-hmm. never going to look at Ben Higg- Higgins as a villain. But people still talk about how he said I love you to yep. two women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People talk about that to this day and that was like seven years ago eight years ago like she's she's it's it's about even if it's not about other people Mm -hmm. it's about more than your relationship at this point like that's just the reality of the situation greg and i especially feel like he couldn't see that like she is a a bachelorette like she's a female lead it's going to be so much harsher on her his, than it would be on his, the yes yeah like his reaction was like sociopathic in how much empathy it lacked there was yes. absolutely no empathy behind mm. his eyes he was not prepared to give her an ounce of grace an ounce mm-hmm. of understanding he mm-hmm. was not gonna put himself in her shoes even one time yeah not gonna listen to any word she had to say like she was wrong and he was right and that mm-hmm. was the situation to him and that mm-hmm. that to me was was on the the fact of like and I'm not excusing this by any means but like a bit like the depression shut down like he mm-hmm. was yeah really like vulnerable. and he that self sabotage one on one like <laughs> yeah exactly like he he was very vulnerable and then when you do that kind of thing you're looking for any excuse not to feel that way again because it sucks so what he did was. He was vulnerable, then he didn't get the exact response he wanted, which I stand by the fact that whatever response he got, he wouldn't have liked. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. He would. I think he would have had the same reaction to most things. Um, and then he used that as an excuse to completely shut down any kind of feeling at all. Which, again, not an excuse, just felt like what was happening in a mm-hmm. really unfun really icky way when he was like i deserve better and i was like oh dude no you don't what no you you (laughs) don't you deserve better than someone who has only been reassuring only been comforting yeah only been looking out for you specifically far more than everyone else truly Mm -hmm. you deserve more than someone who will give you special treatment fuck you no yeah do we just like go ahead go ahead well, do we think he, at this point, was thinking about being The Bachelor, and that's why he started, like, on I Deserve Something Better? I don't I, know. I kind of don't. Okay. Only, yeah. well, I don't know. It's tricky, because it's like, how smart do I think Greg is? Not very. <laughs> like, you know, if you're making this play for Bachelor, mm-hmm. and you're smart, mm-hmm. you can't go that hard. Like, yeah. you know, you you can't villainize the Bachelorette. You can't... Uh, like, yeah. in my mind, that, that's a poor play for Bachelor. Okay. I'm not saying it couldn't be one. I'm yeah. just saying, like, it had some of the makings of it, but then, like, dialed up to a 10 and, like, yeah. with some venom thrown yes. in. Like, this to me, pro- I don't want a bachelor who can be so overtly cruel. Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. This brought me back a little bit to, in a much more extreme and, like, abusive way, but, like, brought me back to 
Ben versus Zach when it came to Tasha's final mm. two. Like, Ben clearly hadn't talked. Like, well, he had, like, started to go through stuff, and he, again, handled this in a much kinder and healthier way. But mm-hmm. at the same time, every time he talked about Tasha, he referred to how she made him feel and mm-hmm. what he did and how much he told her and stuff. And again, he did not do that in a bad way. And I uh, don't care. Ben was great, like, so sweet. But Zach, like, clearly cared about how. Tasha was feeling and how this whole process was for her and didn't like what was happening didn't like thinking about other the other mm-hmm. guys but was like always made it about Tasha mm-hmm. and so it felt like Greg was less trying to be bachelor and more so concerned about himself and just became so self-centered about the whole thing that that's why he was like I deserve better because mm-hmm. he he really has himself convinced that he was like fucked over in this situation when when he wasn't and the the one thing i will say about this too is why am i saying the one thing i've said about 50 million <laughs> things but um I, I wish i wish katie and you know he he kind of did this to her by being a total sad boy menace but uh hadn't told him that he was number one hadn't told his family that he would be going on to the next week because based on that he had a very easy time being able to be like well since you already know I'm gonna be on the next week that I am the front runner what is the point mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and I so I just wish that hadn't been said at all but again I also think he pushed her to that point because yeah. he made it seem like well, he was, he was gonna begging leave. for validation yeah, exactly yeah. exactly just forcing it out of her so I and wish he also I, like yeah continues to blame her for like his Absolutely. own actions yeah like multiple times yeah. like with malice he's like i told my family that you were the one and it's like oh. hey you shouldn't have done that no right. one asked you to do that <laughs> katie didn't tell you to do that <laughs> no and yeah like you're blaming her for the fact that you're gonna have to tell your family that you dumped her like <sighs> both of Insane. these things are your fault the dumping yeah. and the telling your family like uh, you made your bed and like you yeah. know, that's just like one in a long list of things that he's blaming her for. Yeah, but like, totally. his whole thing is basically, "You're a stranger to me. I don't know you. You're fake, um, mm-hmm. and I'm leaving." And, and not giving her anything to pinpoint that because that's why she ends up apologizing on her knees, not knowing what she's apologizing for, which is just you know the biggest sign that he's manipulating her. Mm-hmm. It's like she yeah, should be able to know what she's apologizing for. And she didn't. She just wanted him to stay because he had, he's, 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 ugh. Ugh. Yeah, he's basically like, this all makes me sick. And then he, well, she's like, are you saying that you're leaving? And he's like, yeah, I guess I am saying that. And then, mm. yeah, then he storms out. She chases him down. She finds him sogging, sobbing in a corner. And the first thing she says to him is, I just want to hug you right now. Mm-hmm. So then she, like, hugs him gets down on her knees next to him, like, physically shaking, and then is like, I don't know what I can do to get you to believe me. Mm-hmm. And that is when he tells her that he deserves more. And then he leaves. Yeah. It was so fucked up. Yeah, it was really bad. Like, it was really bad. Oh, He was God. so shut off and such a dick, and oh my God, it just, oh, it was so icky. Mm. She was on her knees. 
Yeah. Right? I was so sad. I was so sad for her that this was happening. I was so I was, sad for her. I was like, fuck, she's going to look back at this and be so upset, and it is not on her. It is not her fault yeah. that this happened. Yeah. Like, do I... I don't think that in... Um, I think if this was someone who did this to her in real life, I, I don't think this would have happened. Mm-hmm. I think she is she is at that super hard point where she is being left or leaving people that mm-hmm. she cares about, mm-hmm. and she's yeah. sleep deprived, and they've been plying her with alcohol, and like there is just they they just like they put her they, like she, obvi- this show is obviously at fault as well, which we will fucking get to in the credit scene. Yeah, but um, it it's cool. just like of course. She was so broken down already by this point, which, you know, he absolutely failed to acknowledge, uh, just by the nature of having so much responsibility on your shoulders, that it it just sucks because I know that she is going to watch this back and be hurt and be upset with herself because there's no way she would do this in real life. And no shade to her for doing it. He put her in this position. He fucked it up. The show put her in this position. But Mm -hmm. I I would hate to watch that if it were me. I'd be upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if it's not well, on me. Yeah. And also, I know this isn't what you were saying, Liv, but I'm yeah. just going to clarify. Mm-hmm. No shade if it did happen to her in real yeah, life of either. Course. Like, yeah. emotional manipulators know what they're doing. Like This has happened to all of us. What they're good uh, at has happened, happened to, me. to a bunch of people. But, like, unfortunately, it probably has happened to Katie before, and she yeah. can now recognize those Absolutely. signs yeah. when she's got less on her plate. Um, mm-hmm. I mostly say that because she's clearly gone to a bunch of therapy and has talked about reflection yes. on breakups yeah. and stuff. This no shade to anyone who has been. I know that that wasn't what you were saying either, Grace. Yeah. But no shade to anyone who has ever been in this position. I've been in this position. So many people have been in this position. It is really a tough one because you can tell this story of what happened to you to multiple people, and they can take Greg's side. And, like, that kind of thing. It's very hard to pinpoint exactly what went wrong unless mm-hmm. you see the full interaction and, you know, dissect it like we're doing right now. So that, mm-hmm. again, yeah. no shade. It, it happens to so many people, which is what's so dangerous about it. Well, and also, like, <laughs> Liv and I were talking about this, and it's not funny. But it's a little funny, but it's not funny. Um, which is, like, we were, like, how are people on Twitter taking Greg's side about yeah. this? That was so it's obviously so, divided. so terrible. Um and then I was like, well, I mean, that is a, the Pacific Northwest breeds Greg's. Like, yeah, that that's, yeah, is, that's what we're saying. Yeah. That, that is the type of guy that you are most likely to encounter here. The, like, yeah. slightly depressed emo boy who's like, I'm sad. Like, I've been hurt. Therefore, he- I can't hurt you. And mm-hmm. then it's like, nope, they can and they yeah. will. Because they are hurt and have yep. not dealt with that hurt, so they will continue to hurt others. He yes. knows how to skateboard. He knows four chords in the guitar. You all know one. <laughs> you all know one. If you are listening yeah. in the Pacific if you went to Western, Western, you, are. you know approximately 7,000. Like. Yes, it's most of them. It's most of the guys there. So it's most I, of them. And I will say that because Grace and I both, like, we started reacting right away to this. And then we go on Twitter and we're like, what the fuck? And at this point, I have talked... Or heard of multiple people who have talked to people in their lives Mm -hmm. who have been like, oh, yeah, the way that Katie responded was crazy. Like, poor Greg. And I'm like, in what world? And I do think, like, we were watching the responses on Twitter and everything, too, from people in other parts of the country. And I was like, 
aha, it's because, and that's what makes this so dangerous, is because this is not, men are praised for being vulnerable because it is hard. It is much harder to be open and vulnerable as a man, period, Mm -hmm. and deal with all that kind of stuff. But they are praised for it, but they are not given the help that they need. So they're like, yes, congratulations on uh, talking about your depression. Good, You're good to go now. Like, you've yeah. done it. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, hey, thanks for bringing that up. I feel like maybe you should get some help with that. And so mm-hmm. you get a bunch of guys who have learned that they should show... They should show vulnerability. They should cry. They should tell you how they're feeling. And they dump all of that on you because they're never going to talk or get help for it because they've just learned that that is the stopping point. You have mm-hmm. now done it. And that's, yeah. that is what's so scary. And that is specifically taught in the Pacific Northwest. We mm-hmm. get all the soft boys here. Like, I was going to say, that's oh. the danger of the soft boy stereotype. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's, that's, like, what exactly happened in this relationship mm-hmm. is that yeah. Greg wasn't just, like, he didn't just want, like, affirmation about their relationship. He wanted mm-hmm. her to somehow be like, oh, I've helped you feel better about your, like, the biggest trauma in your life. Like, let me, like, lodge you for that or something. Yes. And he somehow, like, made her responsible for so much more than just what was a simple miscommunication in their relationship. Because, again, like, no, you you keep going. Well, no, he just didn't want to hear a thing she had to say. Like, he he had no, he went to talk to her, but did not open, listen to a single word she said. And then he proceeds to tell her that she's not listening to him. Yeah. He proceeds to tell her that she's not listening to him when he was not prepared to budge one inch, regardless of what she said. Yeah. But that wasn't what I was going to say. What was I going to say? I was going to say, hmm... It might be gone. It might be gone. <laughs> it's just frustrating how when he tells this story, mm-hmm. you know what he's saying is, I told her I loved her and she told me I love looking at you. Mm-hmm. And that just, like, couldn't be less of what really happened. Uh, and I'm sorry. That's not that big a deal. I know! <laughs> like, so? Well, he would, he would give the context. I opened up about my dead father and told her, like, yeah. my really was open and vulnerable about all my feelings yeah, and yeah, yeah. she didn't say anything like it just yeah, yeah, yeah. there mm-hmm. is a way for him to frame it that a lot of people are buying mm-hmm. even watch yeah. i don't know well, how people are buying it guess, or watching it but i guess what baffles me yeah. is it's like okay okay let's let's strip it down to the bare bones yes he mm-hmm. opens up is very vulnerable she says i love looking at you while he is sobbing mm-hmm. he Tells her that that response showed him that they aren't compatible and leaves the relationship. Mm-hmm. Perhaps an overreaction. Meh, I don't know. <laughs> but what I don't under And, like, uh, I guess I can understand how people can be like, he wanted love and, like, didn't feel like that's what it was. Blah, 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 blah. Fine. Whatever. How can you look at his facial expressions, his body language Mm -hmm. the words Mm -hmm. he is using Mm -hmm. the things he is repeating and not see so obviously that he was trying to hurt her yes yes he was trying to guilt her he wasn't breaking up with her he wanted her to feel bad about Mm -hmm. it he wanted her to tell her how wrong she was he wanted her to tell him how wrong she was and then he wanted to dump her anyway like yes exactly he was 
cruel. Like, mm-hmm. that's what happened, and that's why I don't understand how people can be on his side. You can leave a relationship if you want. Leave a yeah. relationship for no reason. Leave a relationship for lots of good reasons. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be in relationships that you don't want to be in, but you don't have to leave them like that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's I, I do. I do not know. I do not know how you can watch it and be on his side, but a lot of people are, and it's 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 frustrating for the context of watching it and being like, "What the fuck?" But it's also frustrating it because you know that a lot of younger people are watching this franchise mm-hmm. and watching these reactions, especially growing up with social media and everything, and thinking that this is okay. Yeah. Or, or thinking, yeah. or thinking that Greg is right, and that like. Especially because this is one of those harder... It shouldn't be harder to identify. Again, like, all three of us picked it up pretty quick that this was fucked up. But a lot of people are having a hard time with it or haven't experienced it or have experienced it and aren't ready to acknowledge what it was. Mm -hmm. And not calling it out is just how more and more younger people in relationships get fucked over and hurt and abused. And it's just like, ah, come on! Mm -hmm. And I I mean that in this, because they show that fucking montage at the end trying to make this all seem romantic. The nerve! The nerve! So, like, yeah, let's Did he die? What? mm. Basically, Katie locks herself in a bathroom. They bring Caitlin in to talk to her through the door. Caitlin's like, what do you want? And Katie's like, I want to go home. And that's the end of the episode. And then the credit sequence is a montage of Katie and Greg's, like, greatest love moments played to sappy soundtrack. Like, Greg has passed away. Yes, it's a full in memoriam segment. Like, I expected there to be, like, a GoFundMe at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me. Yeah. You know what we didn't talk about was Blake Horseman's reaction. What did he say? Oh, yeah. Like, lots of pretty good things, actually. (laughs) He, like... I watched it, they were like, Blake Horseman's reaction, I was like, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) he was like i guess he like live watches the bachelorette like he watches it and then like films himself watching it for his instagram stories like not always but like (laughs) clips it's like very attention grabby needy Mm -hmm. i'm sure very few people are watching these it's fine but then we like get to the katie and greg stuff and he's like whoa like whoa 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 not cool but it is like again Far more than I was ever expecting from Blake Horseman. But, um, he essentially was like, I've been in Greg's position before. Mm -hmm. Except for, like, you know, I got my heart broken at the end. And if Katie, if Becca had told me half of the things Katie is telling Greg, I would have been over the moon. I would have been ecstatic. And also, Mm -hmm. I was in love with Becca, and so I wanted to fight for her. Like, Mm -hmm. I wasn't gonna I don't I can't say it as good as well as he did but I don't know I just thought it was nice to hear someone who like was in that position being yeah. like no you have to understand the position the bachelorette is in mm-hmm. there's a lot going on she said so many validating things like he was like you have she he he kept going like oh she hasn't given you anything she's given you so much she's given right. you so much validation yeah exactly more he, than we've like ever seen from anyone else on the show of course Burr. yes she did way more than like 
she pushed the boundaries so much. And again, they talked about this on the other podcast I listened to too. But they're like, she set up that boundary of I'm not going to tell you mm-hmm. that I'm not going to tell anyone that I love them. And you just decided that that didn't matter. Like he he just decided yeah. that her boundary didn't matter at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Selfish. And I mean, so again, selfish. like, sorry. She says one wrong thing. Yeah. And then tries yes. to explain herself. And yeah. you mm-hmm. implode a relationship. Like, yeah. these are not proportional yeah. responses. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Like, it's just not. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So, anyway, Greg sucks. <laughs> oh, the one more thing I did want to say, though, was no, that... go for it. I just feel like I'm so relieved, in a way, mm-hmm. that this happened because, say he did, say they did end up together... I don't want any of this shit happening, like, not with a camera on it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like, at the very least, I'm hoping he does some self-reflection on this. And also, I just, it would have sucked if this happened, like, the week after The Bachelorette ended. And he does this well, kind of shit. Like, I'm just glad that it happened out in the open and everybody got to see it, even if the response is kind of mixed. You know what has quite literally only just occurred to me? What? That we'll be seeing him next week oh, for his God. reaction oh, for the final wow. rose. Oh, and I didn't even talk. think about that. Yeah. No. Oh, boy. I, I mean, also... like, I hope Katie rips him a new one, but I don't want to watch. No. Yeah, me either. I don't want to oh, watch either. God. And I, I, she's going to be attacked for that response, too, and I don't mm-hmm. want to watch that. And the other thing, like, we talked about Greg's body language and how, like, you could tell that he was trying to hurt her based on that. But also, if you had watched, like, Katie's body language, too, you would know that the situation was fucked up because she was shaking mm-hmm. and didn't know what yeah. to say yeah. and, like, looked shocked. And, like, the other thing, too, is, like, I... Like, a lot of people will cry for manipulation. Like, it happens. I've done it. I've done it to get out of tickets. Like, I've done it. <laughs> I've done it with parents, boyfriends, siblings. Like, you, it's a very easy thing to do. But she was, like, so shocked. She was barely crying or anything like that. So there just wasn't... I don't know how there's any way you can look at her response and think anything other than, like, she's freaked out and hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so it was a real bummer of an episode, is <laughs> yeah, the concluding fact, and Greg really is kinda went bad vibes. until that. Yeah, it's bad. Greg is bad, bad vibes. Um, and it's really put a damper on next week, and also I have literally no idea what's gonna happen, mm-hmm. and I just feel really bad for Katie. Yep. So. <laughs> exactly. Um. Dude. Does anyone have any roses or thorns from this episode? I have a rose. Okay. It's Herb. <laughs> Yes. yes. Herb is my rose as well. Um, At Renaissance, Man, Renaissance underscore man 15. Please, everybody follow Herb. <laughs> I will be. We will be directly <laughs> after this. Herb is my rose as well, but just for the sake of mixing it up, I'm going to say that my rose is Blake's sister being like, so this one now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Thorn, if you can't include Greg. Mm. Atlantic seafood. <laughs> Graffiti panel. <laughs> um, the fact that someone liking blue cheese dressing is the most exciting thing <laughs> I've ever had. 
Okay, so we hate Justin. We're all just coming for that Baltimore day. Okay, poor guy. I could come up with another. No, it's all good. No, it's all good. In an embarrassing turn of events, I'm taking it because I feel like Greg, Greg, Grace. Sorry. Wow. (laughs) Not to Aaron Thomas, you. Wow, my. Not to Aaron Thomas, me. (laughs) Um, uh, but uh, in an embarrassing turn of events, I hope Blake wins. (laughs) (laughs) I hope they're happy. Yeah, in an embarrassing turn of events, I hope she moves to Canada and drinks maple syrup. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we do. <laughs> 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 an embarrassing turn of events, Greg has ruined tandem bikes for me. <laughs> you got one uh, Um, oh god, I truly don't know. Uh oh, dead air. In um, an embarrassing an turn embarrassing of events, kind of... Liv didn't know how fake rain worked. <laughs> Literally, fuck <laughs> off, everyone. <laughs> I swear to God, they can control the weather, and that's not on me. I'll just say in an embarrassing turn of events, please look at um, the photos they've released early of Tasha's outfit for the final rose ceremony. Oh, no. It's giving magician's assistant. <laughs> I'll find it in text What a tea. It is shocking. <laughs> oh, Anders, I meant to ask you this at the yes. beginning, but it, I mean, we're, we're over two hours, but <laughs> I, I still want to, you know what, we're, fu- we're over two hours. Um, what are your, I would love to hear like three to five overall takes of this season so far. Oh yeah. Um, and then I also have more questions. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I have more time. <laughs> oh, that's fair. You know what, if you need, oh God. And, no, answer this one and then, and yes. then we'll let you go. No, I know. Um. Sorry, I just looked at Tasha's outfit. Uh, no, Holy please shit. take a look, everybody. It's live react. It's shocking. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! For her to, to for her to put a smile through that, um, wow. I think Tasha and Caitlin have been great. I think, yeah. especially this episode, like seeing Caitlin be oh, able to yeah. talk to Katie was so nice. Mm-hmm. And that Chris Harrison conversation, he would have like made her like sit down with him in a room and not just like yeah. gone to the and bathroom to hug her and like be nice yeah um, he would have been like you're gonna chase after him right yeah, like we need you to- yeah hello because they probably <laughs> wanted her they probably wanted her to like jump a fence like colton like which is obviously so unhealthy and gross um yeah. i liked the guys i thought they ran out of drama and mm-hmm. the like guys kept being the guys like continual being like this is the bad one mm-hmm. i was like you actually don't get to decide that like i don't know that got yeah. old so i i i wish it had been like a normal season because i do think katie is a star and like so engaging mm-hmm. and the season i think suffered in some ways from being like a pit quarantined pandemic season mm-hmm. um and also the casting for the guys i think could have been a bit better but Loved, like, the top few. Like, I loved Andrew. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I thought he was great. Michael A. came yeah. off well. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's It's been kind of up and down quality-wise and, like, holding my attention-wise. But, yeah. as always, overall a good time to enjoy and even better to come talk about it with y'all. That's always ah, what I like. We love having you. It's been too long again. Oh, we're wrapping up in a nice little bow, Anders. Thank you, thank yes, you. Yes, thank you. It's I want to get a group photo. Everybody my job smile. interview prep, as always. Oh, love. One, <laughs> two, three. 
Okay, that was not bad. Not bad, everybody. Okay. Thank you for joining us, oh Anders. Yeah, we will see you hopefully in the not too far away future yes. for a paradise recap of oh, swords. Please. Yes, please. Of sorts. It'll just be a normal one. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry for the downer episode, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for ending us on a lighter note, Anders. Absolutely. And we'll if you, you don't want sadness, the, the first half is fun. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Finale next week. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.